Welcome to HealthCast. I'm your host, Sarah Seibert. GovCIO Media and Research is live here at the 2022 HIMSS Conference in Orlando. Throughout this week, we'll be releasing special episodes, catching up with federal leaders at the show across our podcast platforms, including GovCast and CyberCast. All right. Today, we're joined by Amanda Purnell from the Department of Veterans Affairs. She'll be discussing VA's new Data Arches platform uh, at HIMSS 2022. So welcome. Thank you for joining us today. I'm so glad to be here. So to start off this episode, how is Arches increasing data access and use to ultimately improve veteran care? Our goal with Arches is to make data accessible. So people can be really intimidated by data and the processes in order to get access to data. Of course, we have to be very careful about veteran privacy. And we don't want to hand out veteran data. We also want to invite people to solve problems with us. So some of the tools that we're launching in the Arches platform are to make data more accessible by removing PHI, making it artificial or using synthetic data. So that's one of the tools is by changing the data so that we're not talking about PHI. And another tool that we have available, various tools, is using a platform that is easier for the average person to navigate. So most people don't think in code. They think in words and pictures. And so I want to know more about diabetes. I don't want to know more about the 20 codes that make up diabetes. So trying to use tools that make it easier to engage more people in solving problems for veterans. Yeah, that's great to hear. I know that some of the technicalities definitely can hinder people's abilities to do the work that they actually need to do to improve veterans' care. So that's impressive. So as you mentioned, synthetic data. How can uh, VA or other organizations use synthetic data to gain faster insights across healthcare solutions and delivery? I really think synthetic data is an incredibly promising privacy-preserving technology. As I mentioned earlier, If you're going to access real data, we need to be very careful and clear about what is your research question, what is your operational use. And sometimes for the thousands of trainees that come through the VA, they don't have enough time at the VA to get access to data. So synthetic data can engage these thousands of users who are told to have a quality improvement project by actually provisioning meaningful data to them, empowering them to actually solve a problem, and then that's a legacy that they can pass on that changes the care pathway. So by provisioning synthetic data, that we can validate it if it's an interesting insight and then build out the operational tool, but it allows for faster learning over time by breaking down the access points to beginning to solving the problem by starting white straight away. Here, let's test it out. Let's see what ideas you have. Let's empower you to try and solve a problem. And then let's see if there's a there there. Then we start thinking about let's add original data or go through the process of provisioning real data to test and then develop a workflow that makes sense. 
Yeah, that's great to hear. I have seen a lot of hype around synthetic data just over the past couple of months. I think it's really gaining some traction, so that's exciting to watch. Uh, so how can cloud-native platforms foster a more collaborative and innovative environment to produce solutions that drive quality of patient care and uh, treatment? I think it's really important that we explore all of the resources that are available. So one of the advantages of a cloud-native environment is that you can have multiple users on a single cloud workstation. So rather than trying to take screenshots and recreate you can literally work in the same environment. That environment is secure. So for some users, I meant we talked about synthetic data, but many of our users are using real data. And so using that real data in a secure environment, they can work together and iterate on the, the solution that they're developing in real time together because they're on the same workstation. The other significant problem we have with on-premise solutions is cloud compute. So they time out of their queries and they're sort of resetting queries and trying to figure out how to make it smaller, make it different, make it tighter, neater, and optimizing everything, which is good. You should still optimize your code. But what a cloud-native solution can do is you're not hampered by the compute resources of an on-prem environment. You can ask bigger, more interesting, more complicated questions that require more compute resources. So, you know, everyone's excited about artificial intelligence as they should be as one of the tools to solve healthcare problems. But you can't do AI on 30 people. Right. That's true. <laughs> so what are some of the projects that your team has been working on uh, under this platform? And uh, what are some of your success stories? I'm so excited about some of our early wins. So some of the early projects that we've been working on, one is, you know, we've been talking about synthetic data as one of our kind of key installments in Arches, and we've been testing this out with a variety of different questions. Can we find meaningful solutions with synthetic data? So one project using synthetic data was curious about how might we identify those people who are currently using lots of phone calls, and how can we engage them in a rich, more human interactive video call. And what does that do? So it's a richer experience, it's more human, it's connective, you're seeing a person. And we found that we can reliably predict who's likely to have lots of long phone calls and figure out, let's convert them into a short, rich video call. So it's a more compelling human experience, making use of a compelling technology to really build that human element. So part of healing in healthcare is the human interaction. So we were able to use synthetic data to identify that insight. I'm really excited about that project. That is a partnership with the Office of Connected Care. And so also very excited that that's a partnership and we're working with another program office. Right. Yeah, that sounds really exciting, especially in times of COVID. I know having that human element is harder, but even more important. Absolutely. And the other major project that I want to highlight 
is uh, saving humans from boring work. <laughs> so, <laughs> that sounds exciting. <laughs> so it's a project that we did testing out using natural language processing to avoid the problem, which is the current case where humans are literally taking in scanned and faxed and emailed documents that are coming into the medical centers and deciding, is this... Is this care or is this, uh, you know, op- you know, sort of operational or administrative? And you had to have a human scanning all of this and deciding where to triage that information. We were able to successfully test the use of an already developed tool for natural language processing to save those humans all of that time. And the humans are then just checking the natural language processing. We're also speeding up the time. So imagine you're getting care in the community that that re- that lab result or that order is in with thousands of administrative documents and it's going to be put in in the same order so that's causing a delay in that care decision about oh i need to act on that lab result or i need to act on that imaging study by scanning it automatically using technology we're able to get better care for veterans because it's happening faster. So it's faster, and then that allows those humans who used to be looking through all of those files to do something more interesting and taking advantage of their special human capabilities to interact with people. Yeah, that's great to hear, and congratulations on all of your hard work. It's just in the past year has been incredible to watch how VA has evolved and offered new technologies and new solutions to speed up veteran care, so I appreciate you taking the time to chat with us today. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for tuning in. Follow our other shows for more coverage throughout the conference this week. You can head over to govciomedia.com to find more HIMSS insights and to subscribe to our newsletter. HealthCast, along with GovCast and CyberCast, is a production of GovCIO Media and Research. For more podcasts and to check out the other shows, head to govciomedia.com. Watch out for new episodes released every Tuesday and Wednesday across our shows. You can follow all of them in your favorite podcast platform. And if you like what you heard, make sure to let us know by leaving a review. And if you have any topics you think we should look into, contact us at newsletter at gcio.com.